Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, the Culture Jack podcast, and specifically, welcome back to the Culture Jack news desk. I'm Dustin. I'm, I'm your host uh, for today. Uh, Archimedes is still MIA. You know, we're sending out thoughts and prayers uh, to that guy. Today is Thursday, September 16th. Um, on the news desk, what are we talking about today on the news desk? We're going to talk a little bit about the Epic versus Apple lawsuit. It seems to be settled now. I'm, I'm just picking up information on this. Some, some, several patents, actually, several different leaks. Uh, apparently, a NVIDIA GeForce leak has just dropped all kinds of rumors and speculations about upcoming games. Uh, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that. And what else do we have? Um, A little bit more about the Tokyo Game Show, a couple new games, some previews, uh, some new products that are coming out on the on the market. But before we get into all of that, uh, this is the Culture Jack News Desk. And specifically on the news desk, we talk about video games and we talk about video games every week. What's new? What's big? What's happening in the video game industry and the video game uh, world? This is the Culture Jack podcast, though. So if you have not listened to any of our other shows, we've got all kinds of great shows that we are we are dropping practically every day of the week, uh, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Friday, and then many times on Saturday as well, though those have been a little little more sparse in recent months. So I'd like to welcome you to uh, review the the podcast, uh, subscribe, follow. We're on all kinds of different platforms. We, you know, we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff at Culture Jack. Uh, so you can follow us there. But we appreciate you dropping by. Appreciate you checking out the show. And with all that being said, let's take a peek at the news. Now, where's that swoosh button? All right, the first uh, story that I that I have that I've plucked off the internet, and all of these I got off of GameRant.com. Well, most of them, I, I went over to Gaming Bolt to get a few of them. Um, but the first story that we have is Square Enix patent looks to make NPCs more realistic. And so this is one of the things that I have been saying for a long time in gaming and in the way that games are developed. Games always have a a certain type of feeling in that, like, as I've gotten older playing games, I can see what a programmed character looks like, how they move um, when when they walk, when they change directions, and much of that has been parodied to an incredible uh, degree in online videos and TikToks and things like that. You see people acting like they are video game NPCs down to the way that Skyrim characters will walk into walls or Grand Theft Auto characters will will jump and then walk off casually like nothing like nothing even happens. So this patent and like I said, there's a few patents and some of the, the pictures showed it. But in this patent, it will help NPCs better move individually and as a group of characters as they move through their surroundings. So they, whether they come to an uneven surface or they come to some terrain that's more difficult to navigate, they will better be able to move in and around uh, those sorts of environments and terrains. And so it's very exciting news for me. The, The closer that we can get to having a AI or an NPC that operates independently that looks like maybe even another player character well not that because player characters move very erratically too if you if you ever think about the way that you move in like a first person shooter uh with strafing and all of that 
then then back that out into a third person perspective and your character is moving very strangely very strangely indeed uh here's another one uh, gta 5 playstation 5 and xbox series trailers are being downvote bombed and so i can't remember what the number was i saw one on the the playstation 5 version and it was something like a hundred thousand dislikes or something on youtube and i i, I mean that's shitty. You, you shouldn't go downvote or review bomb anything, whether it's a movie or a, or a game, unless you legitimately have seen or played that game and you legitimately don't think it's a very good game. Um, I guess to express your dissatisfaction that we are yet again releasing Grand Theft Auto V, you know, two thir- 2013 has been the longest year for Rockstar because they've had Grand Theft. Oh, oh it's it's 2021. Oh, Grand Theft Auto V has been out for over eight years. Yeah, so it, I, I can understand your disdain for the idea of these being released on three separate console generations, 360, one, and now the series, or PlayStation 3, 4, and 5 if you're a, a Sony uh, person. It just it strikes me it's as very funny that GTA V is yet being re-released as a remastered version rockstar we know you have it in you to make a really good game every console generation and i guess if this is just (laughs) another attempt to milk the cow that is grand theft auto 5 well go for it grand theft auto online has a robust online community and and crazy mods okay what else do we have here there is a rumor going around. Actually, it's not a rumor anymore. It's been confirmed uh, since I started uh, writing this episode to when I finished and I'm now recording the episode. And, well, now you're listening to it. So it's been edited and it's been uploaded and it's been titled and the description's been filled out and all of the appropriate tags have been placed or at least as many of the appropriate ones up to 30 that I can tag in any any one audio clip have been tagged and then I've I've replicated the message on the social media's accounts that we've managed and I've gotten it out to you. So that's not now. But while I was writing it, uh, I did see that it had updated it to reflect that the Nintendo Switch did receive a price cut in Europe. And at first it was being speculated that it was like $30, I think. No, not $30, excuse me. Uh, 30 insert French currency here. I'm sorry to our French listeners. I believe you you have the franc, I believe. Is that the case? It actually has been discounted uh, 20 francs and it has been discounted uh, 20 euros as well. And so this is most likely in anticipation for the the launch of the OLED switch on October 8th, which my wife thinks she's going to go get because she knows how to wait in line and get those console releases. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Just ask Anthony and myself. Never mind you were there for the Xbox as well. Uh, GameStop wants to be more uh, of a general electronics company. So think Best Buy. And GameStop, with the way that games are going digital currently, it's not a bad move to diversify, especially your storefront, because all of my game collection is digital. Uh, digital collections have been uh, increasing in popularity over the years, and GameStop, in order to survive, they're going to need to do something like this. Uh, like I talked about at the beginning of the show, Epic Games and Apple couldn't define what a video game is. Uh, they really wanted to define it as an app uh, within within the iOS 
ecosystem. And that lawsuit has been has been finished uh, or it's been settled or at least this first part of it. I, I assume there will be other developers, other publishers that go uh, against um, a platform like uh, Apple or a platform like Maybe not Microsoft now because they did change their rules kind of, you know, sensing the change in the wind. Uh, they they thought they'd get ahead of it a little bit. Um, but basically, the, I, I read a really good comprehensive breakdown of uh, Epic versus Apple. It was on TheVerge.com. So if you want to check that out, go check that out. But essentially, um, I, guess, I guess I should kind of review the case. So what the case was is... Epic Games, the the I believe they're de- developers or publishers of Fortnite, they sued uh, Apple specifically because of their iOS system not allowing independent transactions in their in-game store. So the currency that is used in Fortnite is is something called V Bucks, and uh, a person on this particular day, whenever the lawsuit started, I don't remember when it was. They opened up their store to spend V-Bucks or to buy V-Bucks. And it showed instead of one price, $9.99 for a thousand V-Bucks or whatever it was, it showed two prices. It said $9.99 for the Apple priced 1,000 V-Bucks or you could buy a thousand V-Bucks for $7.99 for the direct to developer cost for Epic. And so basically... What Epic was doing is they were bypassing the Apple store altogether to get those in-game purchase profits for themselves without having to give Apple, you know, their 30 percent pound of flesh, which is what the whole lawsuit was about. And so Epic said, you shouldn't you shouldn't monopolize your store like this because this is a monopoly. You what you have over your consumers. And Apple said, no, there's plenty of other places you could go to play Fortnite. So that was the the basic kind of contention between these two giant corporations. Now, you as a consumer were bound to probably win out on this, um, moreover on the Epic side of things, because if Epic got its way, you would be getting discounted um, discounted items, discounted in-game currency with uh, Epic, and then soon to follow other developers, I'm sure. Um, if Apple got its way, uh, really, you would see essentially no change unless Apple was determined to be a monopoly. And then in that case, it'd be a whole other ball game altogether. So basically what happened in terms of this lawsuit is Apple has maintained its right to tell Epic and other game developers uh, that, that publish on their platform, no, you cannot have an in-game store and bypass our Apple our Apple fees. However, the judge did rule that any developer could uh, essentially steer a consumer to their own website where they could buy those in-game currencies or those in-game purchases and then, I guess, send them back to their account, that, that account that is joined within the Apple ecosystem. And so right now, Apple still says that Epic cannot be on the iOS platform. However, that will probably change. And I always get too invested in these things, like my emotions. Like I I take on the emotions of Apple and I'm like, how dare you do this to me? I gave you a platform to put on your thing and Epic, you go, well, how dare you? I, I put my thing on your platform and 
now you're making me pay extra to um, for all of this money that I've I've given you. And it's a reminder, Fortnite is a free-to-play game, so all the money they were getting was directly from in-game purchases. And I put myself into the shoes of these corporations when these corporations, in truth, are emotionless, feelingless, uh, empty shells of human creation that have, you know, one way or another, they'll do what they have to do or they won't. Uh, Konami launches a webpage celebrating its 35th anniversary. My fav favorite Konami games are, of course, the Metal Gear Solid games. I love those to death. Square Enix has announced its Tokyo Game Show 2021 lineup and schedule. And so it looks like the games that they are going to be showing at the Tokyo Game Show this year are Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. All of them are going to be there, not just Peter Quill, Forspoken. Which, again, I said last week, but from that PlayStation showcase, uh, looks to be a very incredible game. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. I assume this is an iOS game. I assume this is a mobile game. Without having seen, heard anything about it, I'm, I'm just guessing. Project Triangle Strategy. Now, Project Stri Triangle Strategy, Triangle Matergy, Pattern Strategy, Triangle to pat pat a tree. Um, it looks like a game very reminiscent of the old Final Fantasy Tactics games. It, I mean, it in fact is a tactics game. Uh, so I'm very interested in how that one works. There's also like a, a judge and trial portion of the game where you weigh, oh, maybe I'm thinking of Ace, Ace Attorney. I guess I'm just very excited to see more about that game. We'll see what that game has to do and what kind of courtroom shenanigans will go on in that game collection of saga final fantasy legend final fantasy brave exvius war of the visions final fantasy brave exvius as well twitch is suing two users over hate raids now i am not a twitch streamer and I very rarely watch Twitch streams. I watch a buddy of mine uh, who goes by the name of Fox Cookie uh, on Twitch. Uh, that's Fox with two X's if you wanted to check him out. Um, but apparently on Twitch, as a, as a Twitch user or a streamer, you get a, a stream where people come in and they chat. And you've got a bunch of people in your stream, essentially supporting you, talking to you, hanging out with you while you stream. Now... There is a function, apparently, I'm, all, I'm learning all of this, so if there's Twitch streamers or, or Twitch aficionados in, in this podcast, let me know what I get wrong specifically. But you can take your group uh, that's in your stream and you can do what, what's called raiding another stream where you take that whole group of people that are watching you and take them to somewhere else to usually support other channels and say, hey, Look, I brought all my people over here. Maybe they're going to like your stuff because we are raiding you, raiding you right now. But apparently there's a thing I've said apparently like 18 times. I will stop. There definitely is a thing called hate raiding where a influencer will take their audience. And sometimes as I as I read some of this, it's not even an audience of real people that are actually watching the stream, but it is bots that have decided to or they've been programmed to go into another streamer's channel and just bombard them 
with nasty comments, racist, derogatory, uh, bigoted things, uh, things that, you know, you don't want. You want to have a good time. You want to have a good experience, both as a streamer and as an audience member in this case. So Twitch uh, is suing two users over their their very intentional, very malicious, uh, repeated offenses with hate rating. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, God of War's tier is being compared to Resident Evil Village's Lady Demas Demetrescu. Demetrescu. You know the one I'm talking about, the mommy milkers, the one that everyone on the internet got so riled up about, that big tall vampire lady that, you know, kill me good, mommy, kill me good. Um, anyway, in God of War Ragnarok's trailer, Kratos went in to see who someone who is apparently his brother named Tyr, T-Y-R, and he's sitting down, he uh, looks maybe a little little peckish, like he hasn't eaten for a while, but he stands up, and he's like this giant of a man. So the only reason I bring this up, uh, one, is because I saw the article, and two, because I think uh, the internet is going to have a heyday with these two characters specifically. Now, if it wasn't the pairing that Game Rant gave them, it is a pairing that was inevitable uh, to happen. Call of Duty Warzone hackers are using the unreleased Judge Dredd skin. I think this is the second time I put this article down in here. I'll have to ignore it. If I talk about Judge Dredd two times in this episode, well, I, I apologize. So apparently there's a Judge Dredd skin that is yet to be released, but hackers found it in the code and are somehow using it already. There is a large exodus of Call of Duty Warzone because of hacking because of cheating within the game and to the credit of Warzone they have banned many many cheaters and many many hackers however it obviously is still going on I'm an Apex Legends guy myself I'm actually kind of a Fortnite guy I'm a little bit of both I actually just finished downloading Lawnmower Simulator so I'm going to be playing that after I'm done recording this podcast Gran Turismo 7 single player campaign will require you to have an internet connection. So I am excited about the prospect of internet uh, connectivity for required for games. It allows the games to be uh, dynamically updated. It allows them to use, you know, dynamic weather and time and uh, set pieces making for, you know, seamless events and updates and patches and fixes and all that. I think it's wonderful. However, I do not think we as a gaming community as a whole are necessarily equipped. We do not have the infrastructure to have online all the time uh, internet connections. Um, I mean, for multiplayer, it's obviously obvious you should. But single player, if there's someone that cannot play a single player game and they've had to go to the library to download the updates or over to a buddy's house, they take it back home. They should be able to play that single player experience while they're offline. So I don't think we're there yet, but I think uh, that we should head there. Fortnite just dropped its new season, season eight uh, Operation Skyfire event. So there's an event where you were sucked up by aliens and apparently... God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for who I am. This is who I am as a person. I am a person who is lacking such conviction in their words that they have to use such non-committal statements like apparently and probably and 
maybe I don't I don't know other other non-committal statements like that. Uh, anyway, um, new Fortnite event is out, and it has a lot of in-game lore that I am not familiar with, and I have not dove into the rabbit hole that is Fortnite lore. But there's a character who has returned. Apparently, he was in the spaceship that was hovering above the matches all last season. His name is the Cube. No, what is it? It's he's got a real name. It's like Harvey the Cube. Oh, man, my son's going to kill me. He doesn't listen to these. I swear too much. It's the Cube. Larry the Cube. Oh, my gosh. I have to look it up. I have to I have to I have to find out uh, Cube Fortnite. Um, this, this is sideways. No. It's it's just the Cube. Fortnite's Cube. Kevin the Cube. Hello, Susan. How can all these articles get it wrong? How could I get it wrong for so long? Anyway, there's this cube that comes back down to Earth after the spaceship is ex uh, exploded, <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> I'm apparently in elementary school. Um, this cube comes back down to Earth and like, okay, let's investigate this cube. Turns out the cube is evil and zombies come out of it. And then we pan back and the whole island now is filled with these Kevin the Cubes. So, you know, take that as you may for big-time fans of Fortnite that have been following the lore and the story for a long time. I uh, I don't know what to tell you. This, this game is very original. <clears throat> a Twitch streamer, Panda TV, goes to the emergency room in the middle of a marathon stream. Now, these guys... Uh, he was in the middle of another one of his famous streams. I guess he does very long marathon streaming sessions, 24 hours, 100 hours. I don't know if he just leaves the camera on and then leaves the stream going while he sleeps in front of the stream or outside of the stream, or if he's actually like sitting down at a computer desk playing video games for that long. Um, they were worried at first it was blood clots. It wasn't blood clots uh, or a heart attack. So they're still not really sure what's going on with this guy. Uh, and, I, I mean, I wish him the best. I hope he I hope he recovers uh, well. But, man, if you are a streamer, if you are a, a YouTuber, anyone that is required to sit for a long amount of time, get up, stretch, get some exercise, eat well, uh, drink plenty of water, um, you know, that dehydration, those sedentary positions can do a, a huge amount of damage uh, to your to your body. Final Fantasy 16 release date is potentially spotted in the PlayStation Showcase intro. So this is really funny. In reading this article, they talked about some sleuths who looked at that PlayStation intro and they saw, I can't remember what the word was, but then it was 616. So now the big rumor going on is that uh, Final Fantasy 16, though not shown at this most recent showcase, is going to be released on 616 uh, next year, 2022, which would be surprising to me if it was next year. But hey, that's how it goes, I guess. All right. Uh, speed round here. We've got Tales of Arise uh, set franchises concurrent record uh, player record on Steam. Uh, and so concurrently. 
the the highest number that we saw so far in this article was from oh shoot it's from two days ago so it could be higher could have gone back down but sixty thousand uh, players playing Tales of Arise I told you I told you last week that that's a popular game or a popular series that was going to be a popular game all right carrying on Steam files a patent for an unexpected controller feature and so they got the Steam controller here uh, the feature that they're talking about is one that they showcased when they were talking about the Steam Deck the portable handheld gaming device. Uh, so the Steam Deck has where you will, you'll push these buttons, and when you push the buttons, they do the button things that they're supposed to do when you push the buttons. But if you let off that pressure on the buttons and your thumb or your fingers remain on the button, it will be able to sense that, um, that stagnation of your finger and be able to activate controls based on it. Also, similarly, if you remove your button, or your button, if you remove your finger from the button, it will activate the motion control. So if you remove your fingers from the sticks, now you have this motion control availability that uh, will give you, I guess, you know, increased accuracy, uh, aiming options, all the rest. Marvel's Wolverine creative director says the game will be mature in tone. Now, Anthony has much derided and bemoaned the fact that... Ghost Rider in the MCU, uh, Venom in the MCU, Deadpool in the MCU, Moon Knight in the MCU, Punisher in the MCU. None of these more mature characters are going to be rated R. They're all going to be PG-13. Now, we don't have any definitive proof on that. However, we have talked about it at length, and I maintain my position that they are all going to be rated PG-13. So this will be welcome news to Anthony that at the very least... The Marvel Wolverine game on a gaming console that he does not have will be uh, mature in tone. Uh, here's another patent yet. EA patent could create video game characters from photos and videos. Uh, so just beaming yourself into the game. It also not just creates you as a character, but this patent could uh, duplicate the clothing items that you wear. And say you've got a Chicago Bulls uh, t-shirt that you're wearing. When it puts you into this game based on this photograph, it will also separate out the clothing option to make it an in-game item. So this is very exciting um, just for the potential, you know, crossover uh, in-game items that maybe you can buy. You can buy, you know, two in-game items that just so happen to be suits that you have uh, transposed into the game based on your photographs. So this NVIDIA GeoForce leak, there's been a leak that has leaked several different games. Uh, it apparently has leaked a Gears of War 6 that has not been announced yet, a Final Fantasy 9 remake, a Final Fantasy Tactics remake, a Final Fantasy 7 remake uh, that ported to the Switch, so the PC port of Final Fantasy 7 remake, and there was one other Final Fantasy game. I can't recall what it is. Uh, so those games have been leaked potentially. Uh, looks like PC ports of uh, PlayStation games Returnal and Demon Souls, uh, Kingdom Hearts 4, and Chrono Cross Remaster have all also been leaked, apparently. Now, this could also be fake news. This could also be a leak that wasn't a leak, um, but this is what came out of the report of the leak. 
I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Okay. Uh, Xbox Game Pass confirms 13 new games coming in the next couple of weeks. So uh, some of the big ones coming out here. Gosh, I just I can't even see that here. Uh, looks like we've got Phoenix Point. Um, the the tank fish skatebird super liminal super liminal looks super cool origami 2 lost words sable which is one that we saw a bunch of during e3 this year subnautica below zero limnus gate uh and a couple couple others cyberpunk 2077 is uh just got an update update 1.31 which as you could guess uh squashes a bunch more uh, bugs. Now, I am very excited. I've said before, I'll say again, I will hop back into Cyberpunk 2077 when they eventually release that next-gen update, that series update that I'm looking forward to. So hopefully they get into that. Um, but I know Anthony and myself have both uh, admitted that, you know, it's a great game. It does have bugs and we will get back into it when it can catch up to these consoles that we currently have. Twitch is changing its refund policy. Uh, so <laughs> I guess more Twitch news. Basically, the, the problem that they had with his refunds. Now, I hate people. I mean, I don't hate people. I love people, as a matter of fact. But sometimes I just hate the way people act. And so people on Twitch, just like these people that would organize a group of hateful people to go raid another streamer's stream, these people, they go onto a streamer's stream and they donate to them. There's a donate function where you can you can subscribe or you can donate to the streamer. I maybe it's just subscribe. Either way, you oh no, you can make donations. You wait when you make donations, many streamers have set up a notification where it pops up a neat picture and it says, "Hey, so and so just donated thirty dollars." Uh, great, or they just subscribe to the channel, which I, I guess is also a a cash purchase as well. Um, and so that gets the streamer very happy, of course, and they're, they're very excited and they say, oh boy, I've just got, you know, an extra $30 in my pocket. I've just got a new subscriber that will get my content without uh, being slowed down at all. Uh, and what these people are, are doing, these trolls, is they're making these donations and these subscriptions. And then after the streamer has uh, read their chat out loud or they've mentioned them by name or whatever, they have then been refunding their donations uh, and getting their getting their money back. And so the way Twitch has resolved this issue, uh, I think is really clever. Um, they say, you know, there still is a 24 hour refund policy for any donations or any subscriptions that you make, which is great. We've all made mistakes when it comes to purchasing things online. But where it stops these trolls in their tracks is you can you can refund sure but twitch will only allow you to refund after it looks at your refund history so if you are one of these people that has a refund every day several times a day because you're just out here trolling uh poor twitch streamers that are trying to make it in that big sea of twitch streamers and youtubers and the like um they'll be able to see that and they won't will not let that transaction go through and then you as the troll will be shit out of luck which I, I think is lucky for the rest of us. Uh, big technology news. I know it's not. It's, it's kind of a gaming uh, gaming news show um, on this one, but Apple reveals iPhone 13, the Mini, and the Pro with a camera overhaul. Now I know 
Anthony will probably want to talk more about this on one of his next shows because he is the big tech guy. He's the guy that looks into all the newest, latest, and greatest technology stuff and tells you, hey, yeah, this is what I'm using and how I'm using it, which is great. I love that. Um, the one thing I did want to mention on this, because both Anthony and myself have done some dabbling in movie making and video making and uh, you know movie editing and that sort of thing, is these cameras have what is called a cinematic mode when you're filming something. And so it was so cool. They showed a couple examples of it, but they they will automatically learn a filmographer's behavior and learn you know, where you want to draw the eye and want to draw focus, even so much down as to one person having a conversation with someone off screen and someone else in the background of the shot. And the person that's having a conversation with someone off screen, the camera will be able to recognize that that person's face is closer and uh, like maybe see the eyes or something else. And so it will put the focus of the shot onto that person in the foreground. And the person in the background will be slightly blurred or slightly out of focus to draw the eye, draw the attention to the character that is speaking or looking. And then the character turned back to look at the character in the background and the focus automatically shifted to the character in the background and slightly blurred or slightly took out of focus the, the person in the foreground. And I just thought, wow, what cool technology and how easy it is to make these really cool looking videos. And of course, I'm sure you can just, you can toggle it on and off. So you, if you don't want that automatic focus change, but I think that's going to make many, many videos much, much more dynamic and interesting uh, in, in their film. Uh, we've got a Into the Echo. Uh, it's a game trailer. It's a kind of announcement trailer, maybe, I guess. It didn't even talk about what it's going to be on. I assume PC at this point. But it's an MMO, and it is a game that is built with the Unreal Engine 5. So, as we all know, the Unreal Engine 5 has been announced. It's been discussed. There's been some tech demos on it. Um, even from uh, studios like the Gears of War studio, um, but I haven't seen a game that's used it or purported to use it just yet. This game is very simple announcement trailer. This, this swirling DNA strand of light thing this character went up to and he touched it. And I think it's interesting that the Unreal Engine 5 is used in a MMO because the MMOs that I have seen on being played or I've seen screenshots or trailers or gameplay of there is a lot of different particle effects going on. There's a lot of different little tiny uh, graphical enhancements and pixels that go out. And from this little DNA strand, this little magical touch, this luminescent light that was, was coming out of the ground, it looks so good. And so if they can replicate that feeling with all of the different particle effects and spells and attacks and defenses in an MMO... I will be very, very impressed. And I'm very excited. Uh, so NVIDIA looks like it is also a leaked and unannounced Xbox strategy game. God, I cannot remember what the name of that game is. Oh, the, the name of the game for the MMO with the Unreal Engine 5 is uh, Into the Echo. And it's it's made by LTOC Studios, I guess. Uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone... Judge Dredd bundle is now available. Okay, so this is a clear-cut example. This is why I thought there were two instances of me writing this into today's news show uh, is because 
the I got these two pieces of news, uh, you know, days apart. And so they were using the unreleased Judge Dread skin, but now he's out. So anyone that plays Warzone can get it. Go get your Judge Go get your Judge Dread skin. For those of you that play Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch has finally added an update to add Bluetooth audio to the Nintendo Switch. All your other headset gaming needs on the Nintendo Switch had previously needed to be met with a wired audio connection. Someone is creating a Minecraft mod that runs the Mario 64 engine. That's very interesting. Modders go crazy with games. I think... I, honestly, I, I like I've said before, I do not have enough time to play all of the games that I own just based on the free games that I got from Xbox Gold, the games that I have on Game Pass, or the games that I bought on a whim and just have never played yet. But if I did have all the time to play and finish all of those games, it would still I could still extend my gaming experience by <laughs> by modding out all of those games or many of those games or several of those games have you seen the mods in grand theft auto 5 have you seen the mods in skyrim they're insane microsoft announces a virtual tokyo game show 2021 uh stream no surprise there apex legends season 11 character leaked online and so now there's fans talking about their origins and abilities uh, here's a big one. Battlefield 2042 has officially been delayed a few weeks. It's now coming out. I believe it's November 16th, November 19th, somewhere near the Eternals, I imagine. <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Play a little uh, Battlefield 2042? Go watch Eternals. Enjoy yourself. Uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to that game. The Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes gets 20 minutes of gameplay uh, footage with developer commentary on top of it. Now, this game looks very cool. It's very spooky. Uh, it's the one we talked about during E3 where their archaeologists or their troops, their, their, I don't know, they're people that like to fight and shoot guns. And they fall through a thing in the desert and they're in this like temple and there's like beasties down there. But watching this gameplay, this game looks to have quick time events on the level not seen since the original trilogy of God of War games. Like, it is quick-timey as fuck. The, the monster comes in, and you aim at the monster, and you get to shoot at it. And then you drag your buddy through, and then you get to try and, you know, smash the A button to pull him through some, some rubble and some debris. There were some, some moments where the player character was looking around, and they were shuffling through paperwork on a table that looked like you had a little bit more... Um, agency over your character but for the most part it looks like it is a giant cinematic with button presses in the midst of it not something that i'm too terribly interested in but i'm willing to change my mind i'm willing to wait and see how it comes out and see what the reception is maybe see some more gameplay that is a little less controlling activision uh, blizzard hires new chief people officer and chief commercial officer following all of those allegations that we talked about. You know, if, if you missed those other shows, Activision Blizzard uh, was charged with, with many different uh, sexual harassment uh, claims and allegations, and those allegations were followed up by petitions that were signed by hundreds of employees at Activision Blizzard. And so 
one of these folks, one of these new people that they hired came from Disney and the other came from Delta. And so hopefully these kind of, I don't want to undermine or diminish what the games and games industry does, but these are companies that have been operating for a lot longer than these video game companies. So maybe a Disney, maybe a Delta could get in there and show, <laughs> show this company how to act like real mature respectful adults we we will see i mean only time will tell and in my final bit of news today uh sherlock holmes chapter one is going to be releasing on november 16th uh, and that's based on a listing from the microsoft store all right and before we wrap up the show today uh we're going to tell you about some some games that have just came out uh couple death loop just came out on september 14th of course that's for playstation 5 and pc you lucky bastards i'll see you in a year death loop when your uh, timed exclusivity runs out and you end up on the xbox story of seasons pioneers of olive town uh, came out yesterday on september 15th for the pc then we've got uh, today we've had a few releases actually we've had skatebird that comes out on pc xbox one and nintendo switch I Am Fish uh, that came out on September 16th. Oh, shoot. That was that Game Pass game I was trying to. I said Tank Fish, <laughs> but it's I Am Fish. That's on Xbox uh, One and Series and on PC. Uh, also today, we've got one called Eastward coming out on PC and Nintendo Switch. Tales of Iron, an RPG game that came out on looks like everything. Nino Kuni 2 came out on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, no, it's coming out on the Nintendo Switch uh, tomorrow on September 17th. Oh, as is Tales of Iron. That's 17th as well. Uh, Origami 2 comes out uh, tomorrow as well on the 17th, and that's on everything. That's another stealth game. Uh, then we've got a few days of nothing, and then followed up by Kenna Bridge of Spirits coming out uh, as a PlayStation exclusive, on, well, and also the the PC on September 21st. This game looks so cool. I'm so excited to see the audience reaction to this game. Uh, and then I hope at some point exclusivity ends though. It really feels like uh, a PlayStation game uh, for sure. Pokemon unite comes out on September 22nd on iOS uh, Diablo two resurrected on September 23rd on uh, everything Lord of the Rings rise to war an iOS game coming out on September 23rd. Also on the 23rd, Sable, which is that one that we saw showcased a bunch at E3 this year. Then on September 24th, Death Stranding Director's Cut coming out uh, that next day, September 24th. I already said that on PlayStation 5. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, a new Power Awakens set coming out on September 24th on Nintendo Switch. And then finally on the September 24th, Lost Judgment. Coming out on uh, next generation or this generation and last generation PlayStation and Xbox. So those are the games that are coming out. Those are the news stories that I found interesting that I thought you should know about. But that is the culture jacked, culture jacked, culture jacked. I interject my culture jacked. It's a culture jack news podcast. That's what it was. That's what we talked about. We talked about video game uh, stuff going on. We talked. Um, Shoot, I don't even remember now. We talked about Nintendo Switch uh, coming down in price. We talked about new people being hired on Activision Blizzard. We talked about many different new kinds of patents and leaky. Man, it was a leaky episode today. A lot of leaks. 
coming out of the episode. If you want to follow this show, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can get a, get a hold of us at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. You can link up with us on your favorite social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Culture Jacked. Um, shoot, you can listen to us. You can leave us a review. You can follow us. If you've got a question, we'd be happy to answer it. If there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook. Well, you know the rest. Uh, that's it for the news show today. Stay tuned. We've got the Friday show tomorrow. And then uh, on today's episode on Saturday, sometimes we'll see. Stay tuned to see if there's an episode on Sunday, Weekend Wire, where Anthony talks about movie news and movie industry. Uh, just kind of like I did right now with video game news and video game industry. And then on Monday, of course, Anthony's got Monday Madness. We've got a, a full slate lined up for you and more to come. Uh, so stay tuned and we will see you uh, next next week. But that's been the news. I'm Dustin. And man, longest outro. The, the outro that I'm giving today is almost as uh, terrible as the intro that I gave today. Uh, bye. I'll see you later. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> good evening. <laughs> <laughs>